Welcome to Lost in Translations, this is your host Michael and I'm joined by my wife again, Mary and we are discussing The Parrots by Filippio Bologna and this is translated by Howard Curtis from Pushkin Press. Before we get into the podcast, just a warning that some of the audio has corrupted and we tried to edit that out but just in case things skip around a little, we thought we'd better warn you. Thank you. Welcome back to Lost in Translations. I'm here again with my producer and wife, Mary. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for asking. How are you? Thought it'd be rude not to ask. Yeah. (laughs) We are talking about The Parrots by Filippo Bologna and translated by Howard Curtis. This is an Italian book from Pushkin Press. You read this a long time ago, didn't you? It was a few years back. A few years back. I think I got this book as a recommendation from another podcast. I don't even remember what the podcast is. No. But it turns out the way they described it was very different to what the book was actually about. How do they describe it? They described it as a literary prize death match oh. where the people nominated for this prize kind of fight to the death to determine who the winner was. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded pretty awesome. So that's the reason I got the book. Yeah. Not that at all. It's not a death match. Not really, but they are kind of fighting amongst themselves, trying to get the best possible voting out of it by manipulation and like media coverage and things like that. Hmm. So the book basically is like starts a few months before the prize is announced and the lead up to the prize. And this is marketed as a literary satire. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. I didn't feel like it was satire at all. I felt like it was too close to actual literary prizes. Maybe I don't know enough about literary prizes and I feel like it opened up a w- world I'm not usually aware of because I don't follow the prizes. Yeah, normally I feel like with the prizes it's probably just a group of judges that are sitting in a room trying to discuss which book should be in a prize, mm. and where this was more about the authors trying to manipulate the media coverage to get the best, mm. kind of like it was a popularity vote. Yeah, but do you think that, I would think that would happen? The Albertine Prize, where they, the, a group of panellists have nominated a few books written that have been translated into French, mm. and it's now to the public to vote on their favourite but the public don't vote in this book, do they? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was, sure it was a panel of judges that yeah. did it. But I feel like ju- even judges are... Manipulated by yeah. the media, yeah. yeah. And then so they would like read something and that would go into their consideration. Yeah. And the reason why we're talking about prizes rather than the book is because we don't want to give too many spoilers yes. on how everything goes down. Yeah. How do you see the book? You read it a while ago. I read it a while ago. So not all the details are clear in my head. It's been a few years. Yeah. Um, It was the year I decided I was going to read a book from every country in the world. How's that go? Um, I I got distracted from it. Like that year I read a 
lots of books in different, not lots, but every book I read was from a different country. And then I found perhaps I was focusing more on where books came from than what I would enjoy. So I stopped it. Um, but I do still read books from other countries, but sometimes I'll stop and read something. Maybe because I make you read books from other countries. You don't make me do anything. That's true. <laughs> but I, but you know, it was my idea to start with. And okay. then you have stolen this from me, I feel. Really? Because I definitely don't like the books you like. No. I feel like I was still reading like, I was really into Russian literature at the time. Yeah, but Russian literature isn't French world literature. literature. Yeah. No, it's not, but I was heading yeah. in that direction. But I decided to make a decision to read books from other countries in an effort to learn about experiences from other countries. Yeah. And I feel like you're, you now have a bigger focus on literature from other parts of the world. True. I don't know if I could possibly read a book from every country because... Not it's every country difficult. has. Um, one of the reasons why I've gotten distracted from it is I found it difficult to work out how do you define where does a book come from. And then some people identify as being from multiple countries. Yeah. It's just too hard to classify, so I've chucked the spreadsheet away. Yeah. And now I just read as broadly and worldly as I can. And you seem to be drawn to French literature, it seems. Am I? Well, we've ordered a whole lot of books we wanted to read for France. I feel like a lot of those were books you wanted. Yeah, there were books I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so The Parrots is basically a humorous take in the world of literary prizes and it is centred around three different people. They all are labelled as the master, the... The writer. The writer, yeah, and and the beginner. And basically they're just in three different stages of their career. So we've got the old man who's the master who's probably done a lot of books. The writer probably middle-aged, having a crisis, obviously, based Mm -hmm. on this book. And the beginner who's probably first book. Yeah. It's interesting how all the characters are labelled. Yeah, I feel like, like that really distances you from the characters. Like yeah. you don't get drawn too much in. Like they're they're just they're just people thing, doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, I feel like like the way it's narrated keeps you distant. Like you feel more like you're overlooking a grander scheme. Yeah, of what's happening in these lives rather than you know, actually being involved, yeah, understanding their inner workings or anything. Yeah, I kind of read it like it was a documentary. Yeah. Like, this is a prize and these the candidates and let's have a look a bit at their lives leading up to this prize. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how I kind of read it. Yes. Like poking fun at the prize and poking fun at these people. Yeah. While I don't see it as a satire because I feel like it's too real, is very much a humorous book. Mm. Yeah. You want to talk about why it's called The Parrot? It was, there was a black parrot. I think it was found by the writer. Is that right? I don't remember. She's I think it was the writer and he decided to get 
He's trying to find out the identity of this parrot. Yeah. Did it crash uh, through a window? Yeah, it crashed through a window yeah. and it's like, I need to know what type of parrot it is and he's going around yeah. to different veterinarians and stuff trying to find out mm. what type of parrot it was. Yeah. Why do you think they named the book after that? The parrots? Yeah, I don't know. I hadn't really thought of why it would have been named after it. Mm. I feel like because it was like a kind of like an obsession to him, he was like yeah. very focused on I need to know what this parrot is, yeah. what species. Mm. And like apart from that obsession, he was obsessing over the prize and he was obsessing over his old flame. Yeah. And the master was obsessing over his health. And obsessing over the prize. Yeah. And the beginner is just obsessing over everything kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So I kind of think that's maybe why. Hmm. Our prize is worth anything in the end. I mean, you Well, know, they you sell get, books. And you sometimes get money. Yeah, you get money, you sell books, you get people to read it i guess yeah. like i follow a lot of prizes you do i don't think i follow any prizes but maybe i should like i kind of want to read all the long lists like i try and read the man booker international mm. the bta which is the best translated book award i don't think i can it's 25 books yeah but i kind of want to be able to yes. and it's like accessibility yep it's always a problem yeah I feel like maybe I should pick a prize to follow yeah. and then read the books from. You know, we were talking about this in the car about literary prizes and I was thinking about prizes in general because, like, I like to follow the Oscars. Yeah. And so I will go out and try to watch as many Oscar-nominated movies as possible. Yeah. I was like, why wouldn't I do that for books? Yeah, exactly. So I like the art of storytelling, which is what attracts me to movies. Yeah. And... So I, I don't know why I've never been in the book prize scene. I guess you just need to find one that suits you. Yeah. Like I feel like the Mayor Booker International kind of was a gateway for me. Mm. Like I was following the Mayor, just the Mayor Booker, mm. and then I moved on to the International when mm. I started to discover mm. this is more my type of books. Yeah. And now I think the Mayor Booker International – don't have the best selection mm. but i think it was a gateway yeah. and i like reading the books because i like being part of the conversation mm. is it's, there is there like a feminist translation prize that is interesting i don't, I don't know, know if there is <laughs> let's just we can one. start one i've got no prize money but <laughs> no <laughs> um i'm not sure but, but um in the main booker international there's in Most, the shortlist, it was, it was five of the six authors are women yeah, in translation. And all the translators. And, and all the translators are women. Yeah, so that's really impressive. Yeah, that is very impressive. Um, you've read all the books on the shortlist. I've read all the books on the shortlist. I agree with all of them except one. I hate it. <laughs> okay. Um, do you think I would be interested in those books? I think you would be interested in it from a standpoint of, more like understanding the culture and the politics and yeah. not if you want storytelling but just to see what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like Celestial Bodies, which is 
a Middle Eastern book, I think it'll mm. be interesting just to look at the way women are thinking about themselves in the sense of getting married as a sense of duty or mm. for love or for not choosing not to marry at all. Mm. I think you might find that interesting. But as if it came to storytelling, I don't know if there's any there. Maybe there are some. Mm. I'm just trying to think what was nominated. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just based on some of the things you have shared about a man Booker International doesn't make me want to rush out and read them. No, it's very focused on let's look at what's happening in the world and like mm. relating it to the world. Yeah. I think the years might be something you'd be interested in. Mm. More about her life and feminism and sexuality and how it affected her throughout the years. Mm. It's very French. Yeah. <laughs> you say I like French literature, so. Oh, yeah, but I feel like, you know, you've got all this thinking about philosophy and mm. existentialism. You feel like she's sitting in a cafe smoking with a yeah. beret. Yeah. Being, <laughs> you know, that's yeah, kind, of, kind of the image that <laughs> kind of conjure up. Yeah. yeah, but it is very French, mm. like in that sense. But I think it's fascinating if you want to learn about her life yeah. because there was a lot going on from post-war France. Mm. There's a lot of changes happening in the world. Mm. So that was an interesting one. Yeah, I don't know if you're really interested in politics in other worlds, like, Shape of Ruins is very political based, mm. like two very different politicians getting assassinated mm. and the conspiracy theories about linking them, even though they're very different parties. Mm. So I'm not sure if you like that. Probably not. Maybe The Remainders, which is more about kids from militants, oh. like their parents were these militant people, like in a revolution kind of thing, mm. and how it affected them mm. and their lives. So maybe that might would work yeah, for you. Maybe. What I find interesting about literary prizes is basically like the politics that goes into it. You've got a judging panel that kind of may have their favourite book, but they might have to sacrifice voting for that in order to come up with a unanimous decision. Does it have to be unanimous? I think so. I think they like vote and whatever the... Mm, it's not just majority. Yeah, I think it's unanimous normally. I mm. think where they, are, rather than picking their choice, they've got to sacrifice it and say, yeah. this book people are voting for, so maybe we'll go with this one. Yeah, but that probably does take some negotiating to yeah. get to And there's point. all that ideas around let's make sure we get a balance of everything mm. like when we're discussing a long list we want to make sure we are doing gender balance and yeah with the prize with international books like we want to pick books from all around the world mm. because you know people will get upset if there's not the books they want on the list in this in the parrots 
do we hear much from the judges? No, we don't really. It's all focused on the riders. We don't get an insight on the the judges, really, but rather than the influences the riders have on their decision-making. And with, like, prizes in general, like, you see them going trends. So sometimes you get a prize that's very literary. The man booker... The winner was The Milkman. Yeah. I liked the book. I thought it was really good. Yeah. It's the only book I read off that list. Yeah. But a lot of people hated it because it was too difficult, too literary. Yeah. And it kind of goes in waves. Like, people complain it's too literary. The next Mm. book that wins is probably too genre, not literary enough. Yeah. Mm. People complain there's not enough women, so they put more women on. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many different aspects. They've got to try and get a balance to mm. cater for everyone. That's right. But people are still going to complain. Mm. I, I complain that's probably too mediocre, the long list for the man booker. I think the short list was pretty good. And what about the long list for the BTBA? The heaps better. Yeah. You've only read seven of those? So what I found really interesting about the Best Translator Book Award is that they have a wide range of different books, not only a balancing genre, but they tried to go for lesser-known countries as well. Mm. Like you've got the well-known books like Flights by Olga Tukacic. Convenience Store Woman has a lot of attention lately. Disoriental, I love, and keep recommending all the time and there's other books there that are probably less likely less talked about less like things that have gone under the radar Mm. so it's an interesting list i don't know what would be in the short list based on this it feels very ranged in different ways like People in the Room is a book written in the 60s, I think, that's finally in English, so people can read it. So based on The Parrot, what do you recommend? Um, I thought there were a lot of similarities in theme between The Parrot and The Wife, which I, is a movie I saw this year. Yeah, also it's, a book by Megan Wallitzer. Yeah. Um. It has that similar, like, as a literary prize and how it affects the yeah. the prize winner and his relationships and, you know, his day-to-day life. Um, so I feel like it had strong elements that were similar to the parrot. The yeah. Parrot. Yeah, I think they would make two co- good companions, like read the book and then watch a movie. Mm. Don't know what the wife the book is like. No, but I think I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I have too. It's not translated, but... No, it's not, so mm. don't read it, watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. And then stylistically, I feel that uh, Jeffrey Eugenides Middlesex had um, some similar style to the parrots where... Yeah, like the narrative type Yeah, structure. like it's, it's like quite distant from the... Hap- you can see a bigger picture. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just a... Like a distance thing, like yeah. you're not too in the yeah, character. Like some narrators, you 
feel like they know everything about the character mm. where this is more like the narrator's just watching. And yeah. And I think sometimes you can experience things that you might not experience when you're in the nitty gritty of the yeah. character. Yeah. Um, yeah. So because it's so big picture, you can see how things connect. Yeah. In a different way than you would if you were like yeah. deeper into a character. Um, yeah. So I just thought when I read the parrots, it, it had reminded me of Middlesex. Yeah, and for me, I keep coming back to The Dinner by Herman Koch, which is another translated book. And what I think it's that style where you're looking at an event and how it's affecting the people around them. And with The Dinner, it's more focused on family and what their children are doing. But you have that similar sort of humorous, dark look at, What's going on? Hmm. Probably a lot of satire we could recommend. Like Death and the Penguin. Yeah. Which is a Ukrainian book about the zoo basically have not able to keep the animals, so they're giving the animals away. And this guy got a penguin and took it home. Yeah, I would like to do that. <laughs> but I feel like this is a good opportunity to share that last week we were in New Zealand and we went to see some penguins yeah. in an, um, at like a penguin exhibit and we got like backstage passes to hang out with penguins and one of the penguins fell in love with me and started to build me a nest. Yes. And it was super cute. And then I left him and broke his heart. I don't know if I broke his heart. Oh, he's never going to love again. Yeah, humble break. <laughs> Not so humble. All right. What are you reading at the moment? I'm currently reading The Little Girl on the Ice Floe by Adelaide Bond. But that's is, translated by The Great Tita Cova. Is it? Yes. Yeah, from French into English? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, so it's about a woman. She's writing about she her a- experience of sexual abuse as a child yeah. and how it affected her throughout her hmm. life. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what happens next because we're still in her childhood. Yeah. I just got to the bit where she's at uni. But, yeah. Oh, it's just, I mean, I want to say it's beautiful, but kids being sexually abused isn't. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful and sexual abuse is not. Yeah, but. um, Like, the writing is good. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Mm. Which I guess helps drive you through the terrible yeah. tragedies. Yeah, and the way she's framed it, like you know that this thing's happened, but it doesn't really go into details or hasn't yet. Yeah, and then and then like the then she has like these metaphorical explanations as to how she feels, where she describes this jelly the jellyfish inside her, and how they like you know sometimes are really active. And sometimes, you know, she can make them stop. Yeah. But then sometimes they're just too much and she can't control them. Maybe don't talk too much about it because I think that might be a future episode. Yes, yeah. Well, I haven't (laughs) finished it yet. Yeah, but there's a teaser for what might be coming in the future. I am reading Death is Hard Work by Kali Kalofa and it's translated by Laurie Price. This is an absurdist look at. Syrian civil war, kind of. This was 
recommended to me by Arablit, and she suggested this book and another book as books that should be representing Arab literature in the prizes, like the Man Booker. Mm. The other book she recommended was Jokes from the Government, which was actually long-listed for the Man Booker Prize, so she was able to guess one of the books on that prize, and that kind of has a unique style where it's like focusing on the children and their views of what's happening and how it's affecting their family. Mm. But these kids are too young to kind of understand yeah. what's going on. So they don't grasp it. So they're looking at it from like a naive kind of perspective. Mm. So these, just these men with guns yeah. that, Everyone seems to be scared of, but I don't mm. understand why. Mm. And not everyone's young. There's a range of different ages, but it's more how it affects a family mm. from a child's kind of perspective on looking at his whole family and seeing what's going on. Yeah. So that was a good one. I'm hoping this one is a good one as well. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so... Mm. We have plenty of other books to read, but yeah. we get to them and yeah. maybe do podcasts about them as well. Yeah. Do you want to do a review? Should I read the one I wrote? Yeah. No, I won't read that. Okay. We got a review from Just Emily C via Apple Podcasts. She's from the United States of America. It's like, I listen to a ton of podcasts about books, and this is one of the few that discusses books and translations. I genuinely love it. I received so many good recommendations. So thank you, Emily. It's definitely so leave us a review. Leave so, us a review. so thank you for coming on. Okay. Right, thank you. Thank you. If you want to support Lost in Translations, please go to patreon.com forward slash translations pod and all money there will help support the show. And please remember to subscribe and while subscribing, please rate the show. This will help others find the podcast. All our links to social media are in the show notes and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and Let's See under Translations Pod. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Walgarukabar and Bindal people. We acknowledge their ownership of this land and all the traditional owners in Australia and acknowledge their care of the land. This is a Macaulay Flower production.